0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit Freetalklive.com for the full episode. Uh, I am the Lord I'm sorry, I'm the authentic Lord Reverend Doctor Captain
1: Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, joining me. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Before we go on, your title. Right, I had a conversation with my boss about it. Oh boy. Right. Because he wanted to know the genesis. Call- were you on the clock? Yes. Okay, good. at least you got paid for it. So, I referred to you as the captain for obvious reasons, Sure. Yeah. he does not swear. Most people are like, "Hey, Captain." Yeah. You know, and he up? was, you know, he was uh very quick to like want the genesis story of the captain and all the titles. And I went, "Well, I'll give you the short answer." <laughs> as long as you
0: have. Right, right. That's kind of what it was.
1: <laughs> but he was very quick as a former Baptist minister.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, he was very quick to point out that whenever titles should be used, "Reverend" should come before all other titles. Oh. Oh.
2: So, I didn't even oh. know that.
1: Oh. That was his only critique. Okay. Reverend should come first. <laughs> so <laughs> take that and do with it as you may. Well, How even you before authentic? Uh, I don't know. Yeah.
2: because like, that's an adjective. Right. Sure. So
1: it's the describing of the Reverend, right? right. The authentic Reverend. The authentic yeah. Reverend, but then it'd be Reverend Lord instead of Lord Reverend.
0: I mean I understand what he's saying. I don't feel like that's convincing enough to make me change. Okay. Um, then don't change. And and I say that because the order in which I say them now was sort of grown organically. Okay. Uh, not necessarily in sequence, but kind of like okay. I know the sequence. It started with Captain Kickass and right. then Reverend Captain Kickass. And then somewhere along the line uh, I learned of Buckshot Esquire if you will because I actually hijacked that from a former bandmate. Uh, that was a suffix of his name as well. And I just thought it was funny to add it to the end of Captain Kickass. So I did. Right. And then a caller called in and said, Hey, uh, I'm giving you an honorary doctorate. And I'm like, Sweet. Now I'm Dr. <clears throat> Reverend Captain Kickass. And then uh, somehow Authentic came in. Like, that was recently. recently. That was one
1: the last month yeah. or two.
0: Oh, and Lord was when I signed up on one of these online things to buy one square foot of land. In Scotland, at you know, at some sort of nature preserve. Yep. And so the the Lord got in there somewhere as well. So that's kind of sort of the pseudo order, or the, the why the order is the way it is, is because yep. of uh, linear events.
2: As long as you got the story to back it up, because you can't just <laughs> start adding. Part, right? You yeah. know, you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm doctor now." I am. Oh, wait, I
1: mean, he did. He said, "Like I a W well, honorary doctorate." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's fine, but you can't, you know, do that to yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm that's not, just weird. Doctor Troy did it. I'm
0: not putting on a stethoscope. I'm not that kind of doctor, right? But I'm also not gonna go hang out at Menza.
2: So, what's <laughs> your doctorate in?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah.
2: Even Whoa. if it's honorary, you know, it should still be in something. Kingology. King Music. Went
0: went to school at U of Hell. Favorite course was kill and tell. Graduated, head of class, majored in kicking ass. I did hard time to get my master. I wrote the book of personal disaster, but I don't need a Ph.D. to be a doctor of effing misery. Wow. Hmm. So there was no doctorate in there, was there? That's the only you lyric. Got the Ph.D. Yeah, the Ph.D. of what? That still isn't described. So that was a lyric from uh, a Suicidal Tendencies song. This is from, uh, what, liveaction.org, which doesn't seem to be a porn site. <laughs> what a porn site have a dot .org?
2: They might. Yeah, they is might there a nonprofit. against that? Yeah, that I mean,
1: might be non-profit. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. know what kind of porn is for non-profit. All right. At any rate, so the headline reads,
0: uh, <laughs> I, just because we're, we mentioned porn, they do have the word, and it's in like a red button, and it's white lettering, and it says analysis. And of course, the first part of analysis Adalropist. is an, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, the headline reads, fetal containers, <laughs> which just fetal containers like- Got to hold oh, them in something. Is it like a coffee cup it's, with It a sounds lid like or, a specimen
2: know. container. like <laughs> Yeah,
1: or it's a Petri dish with the yeah. little lid or whatever. It's the waste bin, the uh, Planned Parenthood.
2: <laughs> that, no, that's what it sounds like, like a specimen container. <laughs>
0: fetal containers, colon, bioethicist proposes using brain-dead women as surrogates.
2: So you could understand how this might be problematic.
1: No. So before I... I What else are they going to do? Be useful to humanity. I've read none of this article.
0: But this reminds me of, uh, what was the newest Mad Max movie? Uh, Fury Road? Fury Road, yeah. Okay.
2: It reminds me of The Handmaid's Tale.
0: Well, they had so
2: maybe worse. They, or they weren't not as bad. I don't they know. weren't
0: brain dead, but they had they showed this scene in Fury Road of a bunch of women uh, being milked. Yes. Right. Because that's what they used in their little, you know, futuristic, but yet instead barbaric. Uh, so, no, to drink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, weird. I've never seen like I've seen that on a farm. <laughs> Where you have like apparatus and machines and yeah, all that. They, yeah, but it's usually attached to Holstein, to cows, right? Mm-hmm. You know? But like they had that, but it was all obviously done for humans. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. And like they did a really good job of like showing it and like having the, you know, and all that kind of thing. But it made me go, oh, weird. Like that is something that like a society might do in a survival situation, you know? If they're short
1: on water, out in the
0: desert and, you know, all that kind of thing. So it kind of reminded me of that, except these women appeared to be, you know, otherwise healthy, right? They were alive. They were blinking. They were were blinking. You know, like. I thought they were drugged as well.
1: They were not brain dead. They were blinking. You know, yeah. That's how you tell the woman is alive.
0: (laughs) So I've been told, says Richie Rich.
1: Blink once for consent. (laughs) Just once. (laughs) Like, what else do you need? I'm not waiting for the second one, man. Of course you're. (laughs) Why would you? Um, the second thing
0: I thought of was, uh, the scene in the matrix when, when the dude wakes up out of his little pod or whatever. And I'm like, oh, so they're talking about using female human bodies to be the pod. Like there will be no brain. I mean, the the brain might be there, but like, and then I was thinking, okay, if they're going to do this, wouldn't they just clone women to do this? grow like, you know, a headless body.
2: But that would take more effort. I think the person whose idea this was, yeah. was well, they're already there. They're not doing anything. You know, they're just on life support. It's like Uber. Might as well.
0: They're like, well, there's this completely untapped resource available.
2: Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> the that's... first
1: human baby born of a vegetable. I believe this is David in Georgia. David, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: Yeah, this seems. Highly, highly unethical. <laughs> like I'll, something I'll, about this entire
1: thing just screams wrong.
2: Yeah, that's why I brought it in.
1: Which is also why it's <laughs> likely going to be led in China.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the only other thing I
3: the what, only other thing I wanted to mention. Well, was, what
1: specifically, uh, David, uh, is is wrong with it? As
0: we know the article so far.
3: Um, just the idea of using somebody i mean they can't consent to this um if they're if they're brain dead like this they can't consent to having this done so it's it would be it would be kind of like forcing somebody to take a vaccine or i'd put it in that kind of camp what if
1: what if hear me out that this was used by someone with power of attorney over them to pay for the life support to keep them alive longer
3: I don't know. I, I I find this morally dubious. Um, oh,
0: definitely dubious. Many dubies. Yeah.
3: It's like, mm, no. I don't even. I don't even know if somebody with power of attorney should be able to make a decision like that.
1: Well, someone don't don't has to because so. you're brain dead. Well, what like, if that's the, that's the whole point?
0: What if the um, we'll call it the surrogate? What if it was never actually a human in the first place? What if it was a, a lab grown body? A clone, if you will. You
3: mean like if they had managed to clone uh, just basically uterus and stuff like that for this?
0: Like uh, a whole body from the head down. Or not from the head down, from the neck down. No head. They clone the rest of the body. It's otherwise... So why is it different if there's a head or not? Got a, well, that's, well, you
2: would need a brain. We're, we're
0: talking about sentience. It's brain yeah, dead. but you need they're a brain, brain though. Dead. They're brain dead.
2: Well, no, but they still have function in their brain. It's not. They're not completely brain dead, or else this, or well, else they'd, they'd be dead. They're
0: called brain dead for yeah, a reason. Be right? totally no, dead. but they're um,
2: still functioning. It's still I functioning.
3: More, I think I'd be more okay with just having some sort of like artificial womb or something like that, right. rather than... Because there, there's there's a line here, and I don't know exactly where it's at. but uh,
0: We're going to find it tonight. Okay, so so we, we started with the neck down. So from the ribs down, you're okay?
3: No, I think it should. If you're going to do it, I think it should just be like the uterus, ovaries, and that's about it.
2: I just don't think it's necessary at all. You know, like there the, there are real women surrogates that are consenting, and, you know, they... I, I just don't know why this is necessary right, it's like it's, I mean,
0: it's like people who decide I mean, that.
2: Well, and this is the thing. So surrogates are very expensive. You know, you might yeah. pay like $30,000 to have a woman carry a baby for right, you. But if, you have this but if she's untapped, not consenting.
0: If you have this untapped resource or if you figure out some way to grow this resource that, you know, isn't technically a human.
1: I like how brain dead checks are an untapped resource.
0: For the first time ever, right? Most of them are tapped.
3: I think I would, I think I would be more okay with it if it was like some sort of artificial, like technology-enabled, uh, quote-unquote womb, where the doctor puts the the sperm and the egg together in this incubator thing and like cultures it up, like cultures it and watches it over. Don't we already nine have that or
1: whatever? I feel like the
2: oh, test tube baby is already the thing. It? Yeah, but then they put them in a a,
3: a
0: surrogate. not
2: yeah like okay. a regular surrogate.
0: Anna Smadjdor, it's probably Smidor because it's spelled with a J. Anna Smydor of the University of Olso wrote in the journal Theoretical Medicine and Bioethics that women who are brain dead shouldn't have their wombs go to waste when people who want children can use them. We already know that pregnancies can be successfully carried to term in brain dead women, she said. There is no obvious medical reason why initiating such pregnancies. Would not be possible. Hear, hear. But the ethics of such a decision seems to have been overlooked by Smidor. I suggest that, all other things being equal, it should be an option for anyone who wishes to avoid the risks and burdens of gestating a fetus <laughs> in their own body. She said, adding, I suggest that brainstem dead men would also have the potential to gestate. Meaning that the pool of potential donors is further increased. I'm in luck. You're in luck. Uh, and that certain feminist concerns might thus be assuaged. So, okay. um, so, oh, I'm a ahead. little
2: confused. How would men be able to gestate? They don't have a uterus. Sperm donation. I mean, but that's not gestation. Gestation is carrying the pregnancy. It's carrying the fetus. So how are you going to do that without a uterus?
0: Perhaps, uh, as South Park suggested, through a different uh, uh, exit way of the body.
2: So <laughs> I, I don't know. Pregnancy? Uh,
0: yeah, I I don't. You know, is this I a real thing? I don't know. You're the medical
1: expert here on it's not colon. Optic. It's not a thing on, on this show, anyway. Yeah, no. It's the best we got, With colonic. <laughs> so okay, more more serious to the point. This was in the Journal of, like, Theoretical Medicine or whatever, right? Yes. So it's not even something that's necessarily on the table. It's just postulating futuristic possibilities.
0: Right. They do like we do here when somebody calls in and is like, well, what what would society
1: look like without roads? Right. And right. then, and then, then it we make something like, like yeah. yeah. We have to theoretical right. society them. Yeah. So I don't know if she's overlooking the ethical concerns or ignoring it, Because the likelihood of this happening anytime soon is so outrageous that it's not going to happen. But theoretically, in the future, it could be possible, right?
0: I believe this is Tom in New Hampshire. Tom?
4: Yes, it is. What's on your mind? uh, Nobody screened the call. It's about the state prison. Uh, You know, I happen to be a member of the Teamsters Local uh, 633. And they also do not just where I work, but also the state prison staff. Hey, the corrections staff. And uh, so at the union meetings, uh, I've been learning about uh, how things are going. It, these uh, staff members, they'll, they'll go in there to start an eight-hour shift and not knowing whether it's going to be eight hours or 16 hours because they're having a hard time recruiting uh, staff members. And they're so short staff that it's, uh, you know, uh, people are working uh, a lot more hours. They're getting paid double time for the uh, Overtime, but they're just burning out because they're just being pushed way beyond the limits. Seems
1: like Sounds a catch familiar. twenty-two.
0: Yeah, where are all the people who desire to work?
4: Uh, well, not just that, but uh, to usually, I mean, where I work, it, they can just raise the rates and bring in all the people they need to move all the packages. Sure, but as the state prison, the best better solution would be to reduce the load of prisoners that have to be supervised, and all they have to do is release all the people who are doing time for
0: drugs. Yeah, all or, the nonviolent like, crimes, exactly, yep. Don't oh, they just and put the just prisoners some, to work? That's cheap labor.
1: How, what, guarding the the other prisoners? No, nah, you get, like, one guard for, you know, five or six prisoners, and the prisoners work, and, the, like, the old chain and, gangs. And then... Uh, Make them unload the, the
4: stuff. Is, you, you get rid of the ones that didn't... Uh, violate anyone's rights like let's say somebody is in there for uh uh disorderly conduct uh drug possession uh, resisting arrest and assault and battery on a police officer but they were resisting arrest for drugs they didn't do what they were told to do because they didn't feel like uh, obeying orders to put their hands up uh when all The cop didn't have any right to bust them in the first place. And uh, maybe they uh, taught the cop a lesson. Maybe they even shot the cop. But, hey, the cop was in the wrong. So let those ones out, and now you have fewer people that they have to guard. So you improve the ratio of staff to uh, prisoners that way. It's
2: still technically not nonviolent, even if I might agree with the self-defense aspect of it.
1: Yeah. Well, then it's not aggression. That's not
0: aggression. The thing is, is that they're not going to let a bunch of nonviolent offenders off out of prison uh, without changing some sort of laws at the local police level or whatever level the people they let out were arrested for. Because what will happen is they'll get backlash from the police themselves. Like, oh, well, I went, you know, I busted my hump to make sure that these perps get, you know, what's coming to them when I pull them over for a nonviolent crime, whatever it is, right? When I when I bust Drugs. them for a nonviolent thing. Like, so that's a bridge they're not going to cross, in my opinion. I agree that, yes, they should. They should at least, at the very least, uh, let everybody out who's in jail for marijuana possession and anybody or who's simple in possession any of case. any drug.
4: Or, or how about uh, release anybody... Who's in there because cops lied about them in court? Oh, yeah. And they were wrongly convicted. This is where jurors have to be uh, careful. Never take a cop's word for anything when you're listening to them testifying in court because everybody knows the cops are a bunch of liars uh, and you can't take their word for it. Uh, let them prove the. Uh, beyond a reasonable doubt a cop's testimony is a long way from being uh, beyond a reasonable doubt
2: i mean I'm we so- know that but <clears throat> i think the majority of people probably trust i'm also surprised officers. the
1: captain went right over the portmanteau of the night there oh what did i miss test of lying
2: yeah i liked that one
1: test of what test of lying
2: instead of testifying he said test of lying
0: tom congratulations portmanteau of the night test of lying if right? wbgd is viewed as a straightforward means of facilitating safer reproduction and avoiding the moral problems of surrogacy we should Ooh. be ready to embrace it as a logical and beneficial what? extension of hold activities on, on. that we already treat as being morally unproblematic
2: what is she talking about how is surrogacy are you not listening to the article how is surrogacy problematic then this isn't this is way more probable. And I you know I do I do kind of agree with that. Surrogacy is a little problematic because it does tend to target lower income women. I
0: I wonder if they're speaking specifically about the change your mind thing when you hire a surrogate Maybe yeah, They sign contracts. Right, but sometimes they change their mind and the court seem to uphold it going to the to the natural birth mother.
2: Yeah, I mean don't sign a written agreement that you're not. I, and and listen, I totally get it, and that's why I would never be a surrogate. But I'm just
0: wondering if that's what what they meant when she said, uh, as a logical and benefit, or uh, sorry, uh, avoiding the moral problems of surrogacy, because that is a moral problem. Like this other lady has given birth to you know your child, arguably, and now she yeah. doesn't want to give it to you. Is that a moral It's pro- it, not
1: a moral problem. It's a legal problem. Yeah. I guess you're right. There's no there's no morality involved there. It's like you either sign the contract or you didn't. You either yeah. uphold the contract or you pay the penalty.
2: Because to me, the moral, it's problematic morally because it targets lower income women. If you have a ton of money, you're not, you don't want to be a circuit. It's typically, eh, I'm kind of stretched for cash. Maybe I had a baby <laughs> in the- Stretched for cash. <laughs> <laughs> or about you're about to be. <laughs> but, you know, some women, you know, oh, I've had a baby before. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I would take 30 grand to have a baby. Me, personally, I wouldn't because it would be hard after carrying and birthing a child to give it up.
1: Yeah. So how much would you take? (sighs) What's your price? I don't know. There might be a price. There's always a
0: price. We're we're about to auction you off here on Free Talk Live. I don't know. (laughs) I think Roach would have something to say
1: about that. (laughs) Everyone has a price. (laughs) You just got to bid up to it to get to them to do what you want. I stand by that. Uh, So,
0: Smydor acknowledges the process is straightforwardly the use of the body as a fetal container. But like many apologists for surrogacy, she still argued it should be allowed if the donor agrees, despite the inherently exploitative nature of surrogacy. While many view surrogacy as an act of altruism, such a contract has a strong tendency to commodify women and children and can put impoverished women at a disadvantage with the temptation to sell their wombs to the wealthy to produce desired children.
1: So how? I mean, yeah. Okay, I I get all that, right? And I'm going to switch sides here a little bit. How does the birth container or whatever the, the fetal container not commodify women at the same time? I mean, it right. totally does. It, it goes on to say, it in seems turn, worse at that point.
0: The act of conception and childbearing in turn become products with couples choosing the kind of embryo they want, finding and hiring a woman, often low income, as Nikki has pointed out, to gestate the child for them, and then waiting for delivery. It sounds like a new service from Amazon. Right. Right? You just get online, you pick out, yep, okay. Well, they think know. that like,
1: the people who are going to use her service aren't going to be picky about the surrogate body. Right, I don't want that one gestating my baby. Right, uh, everybody's it could be more gonna picky. want. Uh, if you're gonna have a boy, everybody's gonna want tall,
0: right? Because that's that's a thing. That's a g- genetic preference.
2: Well, well, okay. I mean, I wouldn't think that the fetal container would get would give any of their DNA.
0: Bad slave, you're on Free Talk Life. Well, thanks for taking my your call. Well, thanks, thanks for thanks making call. my call.
5: <laughs> and uh, and. I you know, this um yes, know. surrogacy thing with the um brain dead bodies, I there's probably a basic issue of you know not yes, having uh, two brains connected uh, you know, with the, the, no, fetus we don't know. And the Well, no. I mean I'm just assuming that there's that time be I'm lost. Something if Uh, you Do, know, wait, wait. Are, are you a... saying,
0: bad slave, that you think that there's something lost in translation if a fetus is uh, brought to term inside of a brain dead woman? Well, yeah. Huh? Why? Interesting. Well,
5: I, you know, because,
2: uh, no, the, the,
5: the baby can hear. Yeah. Uh, and, and there is going, to, I mean, you could probably kind of fill that void if you have people talking loudly uh, around the fetus uh, on a regular basis.
0: But, or extra uh, wide headphones. Yeah, just put some headphones exactly. on the belly and crank some Beethoven and some uh, Metallica. You're good to go?
2: I mean, that's definitely probably important for the baby to hear things in utero. And I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of other things that just naturally happen when the women. The natural movement okay, of I'm, the mother. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys. You know, I'm sorry. Like I take
0: that back. Not Metallica Slayer. Okay. Anyway, yeah. go ahead.
2: So I'm sure there's a lot of things I that I just couldn't let that don't... roll.
1: Sorry. I apologize. This is not beer talk live. Stop interrupting.
5: <laughs> you know, well, you know that could be, uh, you know, even recordings of, of, of uh, mothers or you know. People that are going to be part of the life of of that fetus once it's born.
1: I think you just answered your own question.
2: Well, I mean, Richie Rich also mentioned, you know, the natural movement of the mother. There are probably a ton of things that we don't really think of as far as a normal pregnancy goes that are very important to fetal development. You know, you could still... Carry the fetus sudden, to turn.
0: All of a sudden you got uh, interns coming in. They're, yeah, they're moving leaving body
2: the body parts. up. It's
1: weekend at Bernie's,
0: but with like a yeah. pregnant oh my gosh. body. That's I was terrible.
1: thinking the astronaut thing that rotates every the oh, gyroscope yeah. thing. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, that too. Right? Yeah, you just rock them in whatever mm-hmm. way. Like, they oh, got it on a walking. treadmill, yeah. right, on a yeah. Peloton.
2: But also I'm sure that there are a lot of things that pregnant women do that are not good for the fet- fetus's health. That if a woman was comatose she wouldn't have the opportunity to do. Not gonna know, smoke. Yeah, not gonna I mean, I've know of women who yeah. are on drugs or methadone, yep. smoking, drinking. So it's You're and not I, gonna I, I do like just, not
0: gonna do any pregnant female mud wrestling. Perfect. Yeah. Unscreen caller, go ahead. You're on Free Talk Live.
6: Hey, uh how you guys doing?
0: We're good. What's your name? Um, Malachi. Hey, Malachi, you are live on the air. What did you want to talk about?
6: Well, uh, I just wanted to say that I I kind of support a lot of things that that libertarians say, and, you know, hoorah, I support that, but I kind of find that a lot of the ideals can become, like, kind of contrarian. Like, I I kind of was hearing you guys talking about abortion. I didn't really get on that convo. I was just kind of half listening, but kind of— I was under the impression that libertarians kind of support states' rights, and that's kind of what Roe versus Wade did.
2: When but were we talking about abortion? People... Mm-hmm. Are you talking about tonight, or because that's not yeah, really what we were oh, talking I about? That's
6: what the topic was.
2: We're,
0: so, tonight we're talking about uh, brain dead women acting as surrogates to carry uh, children for other couples.
1: And to be fair, when you call in, you can bring up whatever topic you want.
0: Right. So you, so don't if have you want talk to talk about, about, this,
1: about abortion. Yeah, you
6: can, oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go on topic. And like I said, I was kind of listening well, in on fair. and off, so I guess I didn't get that.
0: <laughs> but what do you think about that? Like, as a concept, right? So, say there's somebody in a hospital uh, that was in a car accident, uh, their are brain dead. And now somebody wants to use their body, basically, to. To carry uh an egg that was fertilized by another sperm, so a different woman's egg fertilized by a different sperm, but they're gonna put it in this brain dead body uh until it's born. What do you think of that?
1: With consent through power of attorney. In theory. In theory.
6: I don't know. That that kind of just seems immoral to me, but it also kind of seems a gray area, I guess. I don't I'm more kinda leaning towards the immoral side. Because- How is it
1: immoral? Why do you get know, to dictate your morality on society,
0: me, sir? Yeah, let him answer the question. How is it immoral?
6: I don't know. I'm just thinking that there's already like pro like surrogate programs, like for women that are already alive and that aren't like brain dead. Because being brain dead is basically
2: dead to me. Yep, I think we're on the same page.
1: So zombie babies. Well, and we also covered the b- morality of live surrogates earlier and all the problems yeah. that that runs into. Well, what's immoral, I think about, what's dead immoral
0: about using a brain-dead surrogate?
6: I mean, like, that's where the gray area comes in. I guess there's nothing immoral about it. It just kind of seems more iffy to me when you can use, like, a, a, a live—like, a, a female that's alive. Like, yeah, that can actually— In a regular—
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm not advocating for this in any way, shape, or form. I'm just asking the question, Richie Rich, what's immoral about using a brain-dead body for a surrogate? Oh, nothing. I'm for it.
6: Would it hurt the baby? That's the only question I have.
2: I mean, so technically they can – in the past, there has been women who were pregnant prior to becoming brain-dead, and they were able to carry the baby to full term and deliver with no real issues – Well, this hasn't really been studied aside from those very few instances, so we don't know the long-term effects of doing this on a larger scale.
1: So here's the beautiful thing, right? I said I'm for it. Here's the beautiful thing about a voluntary society when we say, let the market decide. I say it jokingly, but I'm serious, right? If this is a path that you want to go down, you should have the freedom to go down this path through all the consents and whatever that gets lined up in the way. And if you find it to be morally repulsive and reprehensible- Guess what? You also don't have to do it and uh, to your first topic kind of carries through with abortion. right? If you don't like it, don't do it.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that is kind of where I lay on it. I don't agree with it, but if someone wants to do it, if they want to fill out the consents for it beforehand and they understand and really are educated about all of the intricacies of it, then okay, why not? Okay,
0: so let's, let's change a variable now instead of using them for surrogates. Uh, what if? What about brain dead uh, prostitutes?
2: That's just weird.
1: Okay. Why would it be any different? I is...
6: feel like this testing should be done on animals
2: uh, before <laughs> humans. I don't think so. We are not Why? going to be having well, animal
1: prostitutes. Yeah, so. we've we've gotten down a done a road now that uh, yeah. Some oh, libertarians only, might want that, but this <laughs> is not one of them.
0: Only Guar could write a song about such a subject, but I can't play it on the radio because it says bad words. We have Pedreg calling from New Mexico. Pedreg, you are on Free Talk Live.
3: Well, why don't you guys check into uh San Juan County Adult Vintage Center?
1: Because I'm not in San Juan County. Uh, and also, what kind of a thing is
0: it? An adult center? Is that like? That's correct. What What is it? Is this a VR thing? I may not be an adult okay. yet. It's hard to tell.
3: Who? Me or you?
0: No, me. Yeah, you're talking. You're like, why don't you guys check into this something adult center? And I'm like. Tell us about it. I may not be an an adult, but yeah, what's it all about?
3: Oh, I just uh, found a letter from a correctional officer. He's deceased now. His name is uh, uh, Leonard Gallegos. And they disturbed me very much. you want a copy of that letter, I'll send it to you.
2: Well, can you give us a brief summary?
3: Well, if Inmates are giving blowjobs for pizza, pizza, that disturbs me. I believe BJ is
0: the proper terminology, but go ahead.
3: Okay.
2: Wait, why is that wrong? You can't. Why? I don't get why that's wrong. Sounds
1: like prostitution. Yeah, why not? Well, what would you do for a Klondike bar?
3: Well, young lady. Yes. I'm going to tell you right here on the phone, I think you're stupid. If you think that's wrong.
2: You think I'm stupid?
1: I think he was talking to me. Yes, ma'am, I do.
2: Why? Because I think prostitution's yes, I okay if there's two consenting adults. I mean, everybody's got no. a price. Sometimes it's a piece of pizza.
1: I'm glad Nick well, is on my then, side, I finally. I must be
3: a prostitute, too. Thank you very much.
0: Let's talk about uh, kids with guns. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> uh, apparently, Missouri is also for it. Sweet. Cool. Cool. Uh, Missouri, the new free state. Yeah, I was like, this is Well, kids can have guns here. Well, yes, they can. Um, But Missouri has voted against banning children from carrying guns in public.
2: Oh, can we do that here? I don't know.
0: That's a good question. I don't know if there's an age limit to the open carry Mm -hmm. policy that the uh, New Hampshire state government has.
1: But Uh, if you conceal it right, you can do what you want.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, as you can, regardless of the law, right? If you can
1: conceal. Apparently, it's 18 here. The so open it? carry. Oh. You heard that? Free state legislatures. Be more like Missouri. Yeah. Get on it. Get on it. So, uh, this from TheGuardian.com The
0: Republican led Missouri Statehouse on Wednesday voted against banning minors from openly carrying firearms on public land without adult supervision. The proposal to ban children from carrying guns without adult supervision in public failed by 104 to 39 vote. Only one Republican voted in support. A Democrat, Donna Behringer, said police in her district asked for the change to stop, quote, 14-year-olds from walking down the middle of the street in the city of St. Louis carrying AR-15s. Because I'm sure that's a common occurrence, right? Like, I know when I was 14 and I wanted to go hang out with my friends, uh, I would just grab my AR-15, hmm. and we would know where all of our friends were because they'd just leave their AR-15 laying in the front yard well, you know, kind of okay. kicked over on its side. I was like, oh, Bobby and Jimmy and Chris are all here. The oh, real, no, I'm thinking bicycles, sorry. The, the real AR-15. question
1: is, if you could, would you? Right? Like you, I, I'm pretty sure that that opportunity was not availed to you and it is availed to the children in Missouri. Yes. And I guess a handful of them are taking advantage of it.
0: I support it fully.
1: Right.
2: But I do. Go ahead. I hope my kids do that.
1: 14, 15, 16. Yep. Yeah. You know. right. Why not? Um, apparently, um, caveat, the federal minimum age is 18. New Hampshire apparently doesn't have one or something like that. Oh. So then so how is-
2: So doesn't that mean Missouri? that-
1: Because it's probably handguns and this is long guns. Well, the
0: article continues. Now they have been emboldened, and they're walking around with them, Barringer said, until they actually brandish them and brandish them with intent. Our police officers'
1: hands... Are handcuffed.
0: Are handcuffed, <laughs> yes, that's what it says.
1: As well they should be, right? If they're, if they're legally possessing a firearm, carrying it openly, as they're allowed to do, yeah. right. they should not be accosted by the police for doing anybody. something illegal.
0: Like, I, I don't understand where people get the idea that somebody walking around with a gun on their hip in a holster you know whatever it is is dangerous like like this comes from fear porn this comes from indoctrination it comes from you know all this
1: uh so you do know where they got the idea
0: well uh, that's my supposition okay i don't i i I haven't studied this, and I can't tell you. Dr. So-and-so conducted a study that was reviewed by 32 different peers and blah, blah, blah.
1: So he's not that kind of doctor? No. Okay. I'm not. The hunt for what kind of doctor the captain is continues.
0: (laughs) In the suicidal tendency lyrics, I don't need a PhD to be a doctor of effing misery. So you're a doctor on effing Missouri? misery? Well
2: that doesn't really fit.
0: I was just saying that because of Missouri. Okay. Missouri, Missouri, right? Yeah. Anyway. The article continues in twenty seventeen, Missouri lawmakers repealed concealed carry requirements in most situations. The measure was part of an hour's long debate on the best way to fight crime, particularly in the St. Louis area. Armed teens don't get bullied. That's true. And they don't get raped either. So I mean if we're talking, you know, male and female. Yeah, there you go. You know? Uh, The Republican Lane Roberts, a former Joplin, Missouri police chief and state public safety director, initially included the restrictions on children possessing guns in a broader crime bill, which the House voted to give initial approval. But lawmakers on a House committee that Robert leads stripped the provision on guns last week. Every time we talked about the provision related to guns, we knew that this was going to be difficult on our side of the aisle, Roberts said. Republicans decreed the effort as an unneeded infringement on gun rights. Decried? Decreed? Oh, Decried. They they cried. They did. They cried about it a bit, and it didn't help. I heard crying about it helps. I was wrong. While it may be intuitive that a 14-year-old has no legitimate purpose. What? Yes, they do. 14. Protection. All right. I think they're saying, while it may be intuitive that a 14-year-old carrying openly a firearm has no legitimate purpose, it doesn't actually mean that they're going to harm someone. That's anybody with any any weapon of any kind of pocket knife, right? Like, it's it's just a tool. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Yes. Uh, Hi. I just wanted to see
1: were, were you Is out that- running or something? You sound winded. Dodging cars like Frogger. Oh.
7: No, I just, uh, just standing up to speak. I mean, I was leaning on the against the wall. But uh, was that the first too. auto traffic related death memorial here in New Mexico held by Councilor Clarissa Pena? So it it seems like it was the first ever one because I've never heard of them giving a memorial about this ever. So it had to be the first one.
1: Did they call it the first and, annual? Because if they call it the I, second I annual, it's probably number two.
7: I, I don't know if it's the first one. It sounds like it's the first one. As I, I, I know they do. They do that homeless people who got killed on the street thing. That was they've been doing that for 30 years or whatever. All the people that died, frozen to death and died of alcoholism. And they found them dead or whatever. That's like an annual thing.
1: Gave out free popsicles and is ice is cream.
7: The, so this is the, all the families that lost their loved ones through like speeders, but like violators or drunk drivers. I guess they're violators. Are, yes. Yeah, it all got together and had a memorial. And, I, I mean, it's really good because it has affected a lot of people's families. I mean, the school kid, kids got run over, I mean, just uh, all kinds of speeders, everything. But the only thing that really gets attention is, like, the DWI. I know that we have the, the Matt group here, and they're very really strong in New Mexico,
0: is that driving but well indian
7: all of the up huh, all of the other um all of the other uh traffic fatalities are uh, are not that important or something until
1: driving memorial, with italians so. well you can't yeah, talk to one so. are driving cuz you got to keep the hands on the wheel all oh, right
0: right so uh, so, uh hey, did you attend this thing Sarah? Uh-huh. did you did you go did you attend this no, m- memorial uh-huh.
7: I did not know exactly where. Well, I mean, but if I could get if I could have got there on the bus or something during the daytime, I would have probably went there and if they let me speak, I would have spoke said something. Do you,
1: do you
0: know what you Uber know? is, Sarah?
7: Yeah, but that would I, I her getting the, into a car.
0: She has a phone now.
7: Mm. You know she what did. but I, I still I, I take the Z trip instead. The it's the uh, you, you know can just use a regular dump phone to call those taxi out. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how to use the
0: Uber and Lyft thing on the smartphone. They're they're really cool once you get the hang of it. And once you get the hang of it, you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. Well, you
7: know what? I just wish that they actually let the people speak about their issues up in the roundhouse right now. And they did two, I mean, they give about three whole minutes. Wow. So when that when that subject is up about traffic fatalities or the speeding cameras bill the hb twenty two I wish there was a uh, I don't know if there was a committee that these people drove up to Santa Fe and signed up to speak and they cause they gave you three minutes. um I don't know i was, I was signed up to speak up there and I never got my term.
0: Sarah, it sounds like uh, you uh, were trying to get the minimum wage raised. is that correct?
7: Well, um, is that correct? Yes or that, no? Uh, is that correct? Uh, yes. I, I okay. Was, uh, now, I, was, uh, I have I have a follow-on yeah, question
0: the, now that we've established that that's what, you know, your intent yeah, was. Yeah,
7: that's what I'm trying to do.
0: Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. What do you think the maximum wage anybody should be paid is?
7: Well, I mean, uh, whatever is appropriate for the uh, their economy, their inflation and cost of living and the COVID crisis, whatever – that people need to survive so I don't I have no idea what the wage is for New Mexico now I think it's supposed to go up again no, but what's but what's I, the
0: most any human being should ever make per hour in your opinion what's the maximum well, that,
7: wage very according to your living circumstance like I said inflation you, and what the I I mean you know what that's all variable if you, you could make a I'm rule
0: saying? that said uh there's a corresponding maximum wage now it is this what would that number be
7: Well, I I don't I don't have a I don't have a number. You, you don't really think don't. it would
0: be right to have a maximum wage, right? $50 an hour.
7: No, no, cuz uh, I you know what? Because um the rent goes up, the gas goes up, the grocery goes up. You know, I mean, so it has to just your wage has to keep up with the inflation according to what you need, what you what you spend.
0: All right. So we're so, we're, we're doing we're doing okay so far. Now we're just negotiating. All right. So now what is inflation?
7: Well, it just it just costs more money to live, but
0: what causes you know, I, what causes inflation?
7: I have no idea what oh. what causes it. Okay, well, here I'll tell you because because
0: we we know uh, inflation is caused by uh, the Federal Reserve printing more money, increasing the amount of dollars that are available uh, in the money supply. That is the cause of inflation,
1: or not the cause of that
0: is that is inflation. Yes, thank you. And so when. You know when, when I, well, hang on, Sarah. Said, hang on. Hold on. Hold on.
7: A, you a, you were, wait hold you on, Sarah. Like, hold on,
0: Sarah. Hold on, Sarah. So when the Federal Reserve decides that it's going to inject, I don't know, $3 trillion, $7 trillion into the U.S. economy by manufacturing money out of thin air, because that's how they do this, they just add zeros to a bunch of bank accounts, they they and their friends get all that money first. They get first mover advantage because, well, they're at the top. They're at the banks and the government level, right? And then by the time it gets down to you, you don't realize any of the benefit uh, of it. All you see is the price increase. And so now you think that it's okay to uh, fight for a higher minimum wage, but for the same reasons – uh, you cite the same reasons for uh, a higher minimum wage as you do for not having a maximum wage. And so you're opposed to yourself on these two items. These,
7: yeah, I, I just think it's kind of quite complicated. That was a little complicated. But could I, yeah, I'm kind of bewildered by all the explanation, but could I get back to what she said? Is that if you i would like the, to hear what she, she up, said? Well, that about the restaurant that if you pay livable wage to the workers properly, then all the prices are gonna go on. You're gonna lose customers. You're gonna get light up all this story. But the thing is that the people like like Target, their prices are actually high, but they always pay, pay their wages uh the workers fair wage. But even though you pay more money when you go in there, but the Walmart store, well, they're closing one of the stores. So you, in the long run, it hurts your business if you exploit the workers where they have to go out get welfare and food stamps. But what, your name? Because they can't make it.
2: The point I was trying to make is that servers and bartenders aren't necessarily being exploited because they they're it. they prefer it. Like I, I worked as a server and a bartender for six years. I made so much money. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I didn't even care about my hourly wage.
0: I think. We have to talk about the lawyer who dies after he's shot by a gun that was triggered by an MRI scanner.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you how seem sad about happen?
1: that. How does it happen? Not following instructions. This is... uh
2: Yeah, I mean, I just... I'm confused of as to how he even got into them. You think that...
1: They said, sir... Don't bring any metal objects into the room. And he said okay. And he said and okay. Then he brought one and bang.
0: Bang. Yes, bang is what happened.
2: I mean, you would I would think that you would need to be in a gown. Like he a was, hospital oh, gown. Oh, well. So I, where I, yeah, why it? wasn't
0: he in the gown? Where was he hiding the gun?
2: That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I don't know
0: if he was the patient. Did they not
2: do a cavity search? It's,
0: it's not on him they didn't uh <gasps> I they should have. Apparently, it's, it's a lot less sinister than what you're thinking. Don't it bury is. the lead. Let's get into it. Yeah, bury the lead or or the gun <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> uh, this from Cairo 7com all excited Although it was polymer, it actually came from the Glock somewhere don't else. Need it. They're just repeating this. A uh, lawyer dies after he is shot by gun that was triggered by an MRI scanner. A lawyer in Brazil,
1: Brazil, Brazil.
0: Has died weeks after a gun he carried into a room with an MRI machine discharged when the device was turned on, according to the news outlet, Fulha de Sepolo.
1: It was probably because he thought he was better than everybody else, didn't have to turn in his gun, right? Yeah. I am an attorney. I don't need to tell you anything or turn yeah. in anything. The g- also... guns grant you extra rights, right? You get to do things nobody else gets sure. to do, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, I mean, why t- did it go off? Why would the MRI machine... Because
1: it's a giant magnet.
2: So that pulled the trigger?
1: It pulled... Oh, read the story. Here we go.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm confused. I I need answers.
0: Well, hopefully this story has them, although I suspect...
2: Just has questions? It
0: won't answer all your questions. It'll answer some of them. Okay. It's Uh, not a long story. So Leonardo Mathias had accompanied his mother to get an MRI scan at a facility in Sao Paulo. On January sixteenth, and took a handgun into the room, carrying it on his waistband, according or in his waistband, according to officials. Both not even in a holster in his waistband.
2: Oh, just tucked in, gangsta I mean, style. Could be, could be. Uh, yeah,
0: doesn't say. It's funny because they do have an accompanying photo of some guy in a suit, and he's got like what looks like uh, you know a modern firearm in a modern holster yeah. on his side, but
2: that doesn't look like.
0: It's not tucked it's in. Like, doesn't waistband. look like Leonardo. Yeah. No. According to officials, both the attorney and his mother were told to remove any metal object they had before entering the room because of the machine's powerful magnetic field. Mm. See, Officials at the facility say they did not know that this guy had taken the gun into the room because he was concealed carrying, didn't have to disclose it, but was warned. But yet, like To remove all metal objects. Assumably removed like a watch if he had one on or a necklace or a, a belt buckle or, you know, any of that stuff. But just,
1: you know, did he forget about the gun? I mean, maybe was it was he, plastic. Was he just so he he was forget like, about, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was like a polymer yeah. gun or something. Whatever.
2: He's like, nah, it'll it's be fine. There's still it. metal. It yeah. doesn't matter what the outer shell is. There's still metal somewhere on there.
1: Uh, when
0: the machine was turned on... The magnetic force pulled his gun from his waistband, and it discharged the bullet, striking him in the abdomen.
1: We call that Ooh. the ghost draw.
2: That's crazy that I can actually do that.
1: A magnet being super strong. Oh my! I mean, goodness. yeah. Magnets? I've, how do they
2: work? How do they work? I'm not a radiologist. I don't know. I don't. I don't work in internal medicine. So you can't and have that, an opinion I've, on magnets. I've never gotten an MRI. I didn't know it could actually draw the gun from his waistband. I didn't know it was that strong. No, it's a
1: super powerful magnet, man. Do the MRI I mean, machines I that, still make but... the,
0: the big banging sounds? Like they used to be I'm Getting infamous, a nod from the producer. Yeah, because they used mm-hmm. to be infamous for like, like I, I knew a guy who had uh, epilepsy, and every time they put him in an MRI machine, he would have a seizure because it's this loud banging and like yeah. it's all very claustrophobic type, you know, you're in a tube. right? And like an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, anyway. He can't
1: move at all. Please just sedate me and wake me up when you're done.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. A horrific environmental disaster is happening in Ohio, and you may not even
1: have heard about it. Because you heard about the Chinese spy balloon instead. This was actually
2: I knew it was a distraction.
1: Published two days Thank ago. for pointing it out for everybody, Nikki. The okay. EPA says it's
0: safe to return to East Palestine. Yes, that's in Ohio. After a train derailment sparked a toxic chemical fire, but locals are worried about an ongoing health impact. A train derailment last week in Ohio has turned into a full-fledged environmental disaster and it's received surprisingly little national media coverage. Last Friday, a train belonging to Norfolk Southern, one of America's leading rail operators, derailed near the Pennsylvania border, leaving what the Associated Press called a mangled and charred mass of boxcars in flames just outside the village of East Palestine, home to about 5,000 people. The crash created a 50-car pileup, half the train's length. Wow. And they mean train car, not, you know, vehicles, like it didn't cause, like, a traffic accident. It's a lot of cars on the train tracks. Yeah. According to Norfolk Southern, a fifth of the cars were carrying hazardous materials. Wow. The wreckage proceeded to burn ominously all weekend. All weekend. Just burning toxic crap.
2: right into the atmosphere.
0: And the national media covers nothing. Yep. By Sunday evening, residents near the train tracks were told to immediately evacuate in a sudden alert from the office of Governor Mike DeWine.
1: DeWine. Sorry,
2: DeWine gotta, and Dine.
1: Gotta make fun of his name. See, if he didn't have that E at the end, it'd be DeWin. Oh, that's true.
0: But then he wouldn't have won. Office? Nobody. Yeah, nobody who runs for office with a name like Win ever wins. Okay. At least so I've been told. Uh, But he went on to warn, there is now a potential of catastrophic tanker failure, which could cause an explosion with the potential of deadly shrapnel traveling up to a mile. (laughs) (laughs) Captain's way too excited about this. (laughs) Uh, Just channeling my inner Bonnie. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, a particular cause for concern were 14 giant tankers that were exposed to fire while full of hundreds of thousands of gallons of vinyl chloride. This is a chemical used in PVC, vinyl. Chloride is flammable, toxic, and declared brain, lung, blood, and a liver carcinogen. So it sounds like it's really good. They're smoking for everybody. The federal government banned it from household spray cans in 1974. Breathing it can make you dizzy or sleepy or have a headache. A fact sheet released two days ago by the Ohio Department of Health alerts readers. You can die from breathing extremely high levels of vinyl chloride. It also boils at just eight degrees Fahrenheit, meaning moving it into containers that cleanup crews could cart away probably wasn't a safe option.
2: Yeah, probably not.
0: What's a, what's a normal Fahrenheit boiling temperature? Uh, for water, 212. Fahrenheit, not Celsius? Yes. Yep. Okay. Celsius would be 100 for water. So
1: eight degrees Fahrenheit is what, Celsius? Uh, I don't know. I so, can't... Well, right, me either.
2: S- normally it's a gas, but it's, basically. But it's
1: also frozen. Right, because water would be freezing at 32, so this is boiling at one quarter of the degree of frozen water. Jeez. Uh,
0: Instead, what authorities decided to do on Monday was a controlled burn of the chemical that required evacuating more of East Palestine since burning vinyl chloride was going to send massive plumes of hydrochloric acid and toxic gas uh, into the sky.
2: I just don't get why burning it was the option that they went with.
1: Because you can't get it cold enough to freeze it?
2: I mean, yeah, but.
1: I mean, if it's boiling at eight degrees. Contr- and we have pipes bursting at eight uh, degrees. They, last they week. do specifically yeah. say controlled burn, so they had some.
0: You know, it doesn't look some, like a controlled some,
2: burn. Some I mean, look at that cloud. People okay. like
0: figuring out how to yeah. dig trenches around it, and you know, make sure it. that it's, you know. Even it's a controlled going burn into of a f- the atmosphere,
2: yeah. though. Yeah. Even a know? controlled
1: burn of a forest, that goes yeah. up into the air. Right.
2: You're still gonna breathe that in. Yeah. I mean, remember when there was uh, the massive forest fire somewhere on the west coast, and it oh, was yeah. drifting all yeah. the way over here? We yeah. could. It was literally yeah. looked foggy outside because of the smoke.
1: Yeah, yeah. Took the same path as the Chinese spy balloon.
2: Yeah, exactly that's not
1: the last time that'll happen either
0: it'll happen again mm-hmm. uh the west coast has these uh wildfires and they get out of hand real quick and yeah uh the burn alarmed people observing it from various positions who maybe had a different idea of controlled they do show some pretty uh, heinous pictures where it you know just giant plume of black smoke rising into the air and it's like the cone shape and it doesn't get any smaller in the picture.
2: Yep. I mean, it looks like when I first saw the photo before I really got into the article, I, it looked like a mushroom cloud. I literally thought it was an explosion.
1: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full
0: episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.